This is episode 20 of Dead Letter Radio. I'm your host as always, Taze, and this is the podcast with the slogan, Your Words, Your Podcast, where we feature your writing, short stories, poetry, letters, anything that you've written down and want to share with the world. We give it a platform and an audience. You supply the words, we bring the voice. So really, you guys are always the stars of this show. And this episode is going to be a special one. And I feel like I say that about every episode so far, so they're all special to me. But this one specifically because it is the first episode after our posts on Reddit, on the OC Poetry subreddit, where we had a post pinned opening up submissions uh, to as many people as possible there. And we've had tremendous support. And I keep saying we, I'm the one that's, recording this episode alone in a room so um but it feels like all you guys are with me so we can keep saying we then uh so there's been tremendous support for the podcast which has been amazing where people have sent in a number of submissions uh showed uh just happiness for being the for the podcast existing and uh they people mentioned that there's merit in it which felt really good that this podcast is seen as something positive to the writing community and to people in general. So I've been really overjoyed with all that outpouring of support and love from uh, the subreddit. So thank you so much. So this one will feature um, all writings based on that post. I think it's a special way to give thanks. And if you're not included in this episode, don't worry. As I said, I'm holding on to writing about 60 days or so. And so you have plenty of chances for your work to be included in upcoming episodes. But before we dive in any further, I'd like to do my amateur meteorologist thing and pull up uh, today's weather. So this episode comes out on Sunday, April 18th. In my area, we're going to have a high of 62 degrees Fahrenheit, partially cloudy, no rain, low wind speeds, just a nice day it looks like. So I'm hoping you guys are able to really embrace the day, no matter what you're doing. If it's work on a Sunday, you still got to pay your bills. So, hey, more power to you. If you're able to relax, maybe you're able to sleep in or just bask in the sun a little bit. Or maybe you're doing it as a day to run errands or chores or to see loved ones. I hope you're able to make the most of the day as possible. And if you've been listening a while and wonder... Why did I ever start saying what the weather is going to be on the day of release? Well, I wanted it to be something that when you listen to this podcast, you're able to take a deep breath, be able to relax, get excited for the day you're going to have, and just know that no matter what you're going through, whether it's a lot of good stuff or a lot of bad stuff, if it's hectic or too calm, that each day is unique in its own right. No Sunday is going to be the same when this episode releases. And so just take the good where you can, whether it's good weather, whether it's relaxing during this podcast, or just what have you. Uh, Just appreciate the small things. And uh, sometimes it's nice where we can uh, have our life calm down enough that we're able just to focus and talk about the weather and make small talk. Sometimes things are so crazy that small talk is the least thing we're able to do or want to think about. But when that is our biggest worry is about, oh, i got to listen to small talk or just going to say, hey, how's the weather? Maybe that means things are pretty good, you know. So, 
outside of everything that has been said, I believe is to get started with this episode of Dead Letter Radio. So to begin, our first poem is going to be by Summer or Daphne's and Daisy's on Reddit, and their poem is called Lockdown. Late morning sun spills through the curtains, one left open for the breeze to whisper of outside as bleary eyes open and view the remainders of before, clothes unneeded in the current silence of the street outside, stifled streets, dark and lonely in their solemn, empty foundations. If these walls could talk, they have nothing to say, and each day becomes another, in a constant and unending rhythm that takes a break, in the form of an hour's escape. Walk in the trodden grass of the park, abandoned by families, avoiding patches of broken glass to find the daisies that grow, despite all, in the vast green of the land beyond reach. All things must end, and so you return to the door of your peaceful prison, to stare at the lurid screen, broken chair, and scribbled papers. Treats live their sweet, short song on your tongue, until it has slipped down your throat, and once again, you are alone. Thank you, Summer, for sharing your poem, Lockdown, with us. Uh, Summer brings out that this poem was inspired and created as a way to explore the deep loneliness during the COVID lockdowns, and so I thought it was a really great piece to share. While it has a sober or somber tone, we all try to find our escape, especially if you're on the more serious side of lockdown, um, because some people are able to still go to work, but some had work only at home, and if you live alone then I can only imagine finding those breaks becomes even more important. And so I think Summer really highlights that experience, that need so well. Uh, to see the streets with that's full of remainders of before, uh, clothes unneeded because of the, no one's out there at the time. Seeing the park uh, abandoned by families and finding a daisies that grow despite all in our absence and even if summer goes into the idea of maybe once you get back in there still are those joys you could find uh, which she brings out or they bring out treats and it says that treats live their sweet short song on your tongue and then you're alone again and so summer thank you for capturing that I guess it's a void-like feeling of this pandemic has caused for so many people where, yes, you can find these short respites of happiness or familiarity to distract yourself, but ultimately that loneliness can still weigh on you as you're isolated from loved ones, from people, from socialization, beyond a screen, beyond a phone in a lot of cases. This next poem is by Genaro Colon, uh, and it is titled, Migrating Avians. Bluebirds outstretched wings, soaring through the endless sky, looking for purpose. Scavenging the fields, a crow walks the dusty road, looking for purpose. 
lost upon a hill, walking aimlessly through night, stares towards the blank sky. Dirty path it led, though it was the only one, there is still a soul. Slicing through the wind, watching an endless blue pass, witnesses opal. Pushing through the air, passing the zero-colored sky, witnesses bright blue. A moment has passed, memories have imprinted, lives now intertwined. So thank you, Hinero, for sharing uh, this wonderful piece. I kind of wanted to follow the previous one we had with this one, that contrast of being locked down, unable to fully escape a scenario, and then the freedom of birds, which I also think this might be the second episode in a row that has a poem with birds in it, so just something interesting. But I really did enjoy this piece. If you could see the layout like I could, the poem is broken up into two sections on the left and right uh, column where the stanzas are alternating. And so you can really read it as uh, two different accounts for each bird. Uh, for the bluebird, you can go from the bluebird that outstretched wings to them lost upon the hill staring at the sky and then them slicing through the wind. Or you can focus on the crow, the crow scavenging the fields. That it might have led a dirty path, um, but it still had a soul, and that it's pushing through the air and witnessing this bright blue. And then they collide and intertwine. And so that is one of the really fun parts of poetry. If it's if you haven't tried writing poetry yourself, or maybe you wanted more unique ways to go about it, sometimes the layout is just as important as the words and capturing the feel and the vibe and the... Uh, visceral sensation that the poem is trying to convey. And so this one really does a cool, neat job with the eyes and the words of two separate beings finally colliding. Another point, though, I did like about this poem that made me reflect is that there could be at times where maybe at first glance we feel like the crow that we're scavenging Maybe our path wasn't always the cleanest. Um, maybe we felt like we are looked down upon. Uh, but one, as the poem brings out, that we still have a soul and we can still reach those bright blue skies. Or maybe we feel like people think of us as the bluebird with no real uh, troubles and difficulties and that they don't acknowledge the pain and stress we've been through and the trials we went just because they're not as uh, uh, showy or outwardly noticeable. Uh, but we still have our struggles and we're still looking for a purpose just as both birds are. And so no matter which one you may consider yourself to be, it doesn't invalidate your existence, your goals, what you're looking for in life, and where you want to be. And maybe your paths would cross with someone that is the opposite. That just is a little bit of rambling, I know, but it's kind of what made the path that led my mind on it, which I really liked. Uh, so thank you, uh, Inaro, for sharing. This next piece is by Dan Sanders, and you can find them on Twitter at aka Simon 96. 
and this piece is called The Mirror. I wake up, groggy and heavy-lidded, moving to the bathroom, and there to greet me is someone else, reflected in the mirror. Looking into the large, dilated pupils, still adjusting to the new day, they let in more than they are used to, and I cover my eyes as sunbeams come through the window. In this new light, emerging from the darkness, I see more of this ugly creature, with a bloated, misshapen body, wiry, tangled hair, and an expression of glumness upon its face. Who could love such a creature, this hideous beast of night and darkness, that is incapable of joy, happiness, and love? I curse you, beast. Go away from here. I do not wish to see your hideous visage any longer. Yet the creature mirrors my sentiments. Its lips uttering the same words as I. I can see its equal contempt for me with my own body, hair, and face. And I wonder if we both hate one another so much. There must be a reason. I interrogate the monster with my eyes, looking beyond its image. Below its exterior lies a human being that has known heartbreak, loss, and regret. It seems to be looking into me, too, with the same traits as it buried beneath my own skin. Then its eyes and mine widen with a discovery. Within this being and me lies an immaterial goodness, a limitless and beautiful soul, that no matter the looks on the outside is capable of joy, happiness, and love. I accept the creature inside the mirror, the creature inside me, and as I smile at it, it smiles back in return. We keep smiling and share a small chuckle together, for whatever comes next, we will always be together, me and my reflection. No matter the outside image, our souls shall always be beautiful. So thank you, Dan, for sharing your piece, The Mirror. Uh, interestingly enough, Dan told me that this was written as a monologue when he decided to submit this. So even though this podcast has a lot of poetry usually in it, uh, there's a lot of different writing that you can send in, so don't hesitate. But I really enjoyed this on a lot of different levels. On the initial reading, it reminded me of those days where you go to the bathroom first thing in the morning, look yourself in the mirror, and sometimes you go, who is that? Or maybe you have a little bit of disgust at what you see, uh, and sometimes your image can change too, depending on just what your mood is. But the core of it, uh, this poem, what I really appreciated, is the where you bring out ultimately that the lines within this being and me lies an immaterial goodness, a limitless and beautiful soul that is capable of joy, happiness, and love. We're not always going to like ourselves. You know, we're going to have our bad days. But that doesn't mean that we should deny ourselves the knowledge that we are capable of happiness. We are capable of finding love. Of, and that ultimately our soul, and I like how you put it, is limitless. It's beautiful. It can accomplish anything. And I also would like to push this to how maybe we view other people too. 
we might not always agree with people. We might not always see eye to eye, or people might get under our skin, and we might butt heads. But I like to believe that everybody, every soul, is capable of good and bad. It is limitless. We are all newborn innocents at one point, and our actions and circumstances shape us. And just because someone might go on a wrong path doesn't mean they're not capable of good either. And so maybe sometimes we should not be so hard on ourselves. And maybe sometimes we should not be so be so hard on others. If circumstances allow that everyone is capable of joy, happiness, and love. So thank you, Dan, for sharing this piece. By Ookla Bruins, this next one is titled, Little Boy. Oh, little boy, with your smile so wide, with your hair, a halo from the sun's rays. I know you, I know what you hide, it creeps through you, your companion, all your days. I longingly study of a picture of you on the bars, banded socks pulled high, your gapped tooth smile, your six feet under scars, an annoying joy pierces through your soft brown eyes. I know, little one, that unnatural thief, your tenderness torn, your innocence obscene, your unhinged, broken, floating down like a ripped leaf. There are days to come, and nights in between. Does it get better? I don't know. I can't tell you. Maybe? For some, perhaps so. But that, my dear boy, you will never know, because from that picture, you did not grow. But from then, until now, until forever, I'll keep you with me all inside. Rest, little one. You have no more to hide. That choking silence... That choke, it has died. Little boy, you are little until my end. A dissociative reminder, my companion, my friend. Alive in that photograph, I'll keep you there. Spared through time's passing, you passed free of harm, free of care. So you see, little boy, there frozen in time, kept still in the mind. It's been a long road for me. It's taken a while, nearly 40 years since, to realize that this picture of you, it is we. So thank you, Glove, for sharing uh, this very powerful poem. I want to read a quote from Mukla that they sent me. They gave me full permission to share it. Um, so just want to make that clear beforehand. Bukla told me, I'm a near 50-year-old, relatively successful professional man who was molested by a family member when I was a very young child. I have not told many people, including siblings and parents, as well as my own children. Looking at photographs of me when I was a kid seems like an out-of-body experience because it is as if that child is hiding something we both know behind a strained smile. That child, to me, does not look familiar and it is as if we are different people who have had different lives. I'll keep him smiling anyways, if only in a manufactured memory. 
This poem is my stream of consciousness owed to that little boy I see in one of the few pictures I have of him when we were both young. He is playing on the bars at the local park with his little cousins and brothers. He, I, was about six years old. I think if more men and boys knew that this has happened to others, that this disassociative reminiscing is something that happens as perhaps a survival mechanism, then that may go a long way for them to find some healing. So I wanted to share this uh, powerful poem and uh, Okla's quote with their permission because it, it is one of those things that unfortunately happens way too often and when I say way too often I mean any number greater than zero and unfortunately where it happens to people they feel alone some families cover it up uh, sometimes it's never spoken about and sometimes people aren't able to get help they need so I want to applaud Okla for writing this piece and being willing to share it uh, for specifically the idea too that it will go out to help others others that may have gone through such heinous experiences to have something so traumatic and terrible happen but to be so that helping hand to reach out and let people know that they're not alone who suffered this I think we all know someone that's gone through something like this or we ourselves have and as I said before, one of my main goals and hopes with this podcast would be to remind you, you are not alone. As isolating and daunting and terrible as this world can be, there are others who have gone through the things you have. There are others rooting for you. There are others that are there to help. So no matter what, before the day ends, or when the day starts, remind yourself that you are not alone. And thank you so much, Rogla, for sharing uh, this piece, by being willing to share your history with us. This next one is by Josiah, and it is titled, What Forever? What happens when my today becomes yesterday? Is that when I lose tomorrow? Don't go to sleep. Stay awake forever. What happens when my winter becomes spring? Is that when my heart will beat? Don't thaw out. Stay frozen forever. What happens when my ghosts become memories? Is that when I lose a friend? Don't blow by. Haunt me forever. Today becomes yesterday. Winter becomes spring. Ghosts become memories. Thank you, Josiah, for sharing this, another powerful piece. I wanted to end it with this one and also share a message from Josiah, a quote from them. That they bring out that they find themselves most prolific while grieving and they have to get their thoughts out. The last three lines focus on that because even if I don't want to heal right now, I will. And there needed to be some optimism, they felt. They mentioned that they had a family member pass as well, 
and they wanted me to make sure to include uh, the National Suicide Hotline. And so if you're going through any suicidal thoughts or really struggling or you know someone who is, uh, you can always reach out to the National Suicide Hotline. The number is 1-800-273-8255. They also have an online chat, and I think I heard that they do um, texting as well now, as well. So when the world becomes overwhelming and it feels like you're drowning, once again, there is help out there. And reach out to a friend, reach out to the hotline. Uh, you don't have to face it alone. And I think, Josiah, your poem captures those struggles, especially when you lose someone greatly. The idea that you almost want to stay in the position you are as you bring out don't go to sleep stay awake forever don't thaw out stay frozen forever don't blow by haunt me forever likening memories getting created and moving on to losing that person permanently and sometimes you want to just stay in this position even though it hurts at least that's what I get out of it but as you said those last three lines, today becomes yesterday, winter becomes spring, ghosts become memories. On a not such he as heavy note, I liken it to falling in love and heartbreak and then getting over it. The healing process is interesting because at least in terms of romantic love, we think about that person every day. Especially if our heart's broken. We think about them constantly. And we can't seem to shake them. And at that point, it feels like there could never be another person like them. There could be no one else. And there are they become our world. But then, there is a day that suddenly happens where you wake up. And it doesn't feel as heavy. Maybe they're not in your thought, your mind as pro uh, prominently. The day feels lighter. You're able not to focus on what was weighing you down, the gravity of it all, but now you're able to laugh like you used to, not suddenly feel sad as much when you're alone. And progressively, you start taking the steps into normality again. And that is at least how... I can relate to the grieving process where sometimes it can feel so heavy and maybe to a certain extent we are afraid to let go of the pain we're having uh, to begin the healing process because it feels like we're letting go partially of that relationship we've had. But eventually, as you said, today becomes yesterday, winter becomes spring, and ghost becomes memories. We eventually heal and it doesn't do, doesn't do any disservice to the memory of the person, but we do heal. Time moves on, and we go forward. So thank you, Josiah, for sharing this piece, and thank you, everyone, for sharing all the submissions, all the poems, all the writing for episode twenty of Dead Letter Radio. We had a lot of submissions. And so it was very difficult to pick out which ones I was going to use for this episode. But once again, if you sent something in recently, 
Don't worry. I plan to hold on to your, uh, everyone's pieces at least for 60 days. And so, what, that's depending on how things get worked out, about eight, uh, eight episodes worth. And so your chances of being an episode are pretty good. Um, I try to make sure everyone's getting included as best as I can. If you enjoyed this podcast and you would like to submit your own uh, work, your poem, your short story, your monologue, anything of that nature, uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter at deadlettercast, that's C-A-S-T, and there you can uh, see my email and email it to me. Uh, or to message me, really what I ask for, and I asked about this on the Reddit post, if you go to OC Poetry, you can find the post there, uh, to include your, uh, the date you're sending it in, because that way I can just keep the time frame of 60 days in mind, to make sure everyone has a fair chance, title, if you have any background information you want to share on the piece, that's great too, because sometimes I do know from episodes, I like to share that, if you allow me to, um, along with that, uh, the piece, and then how you'd like to be credited by, whether your name, a pen name, social media, you can even choose to be anonymous if that is easier for you, because as I said, this is a judgment-free zone. I don't want you to feel pressured or feel like you're going to be criticized for your words or your work. Other places you can reach out, though, is on Instagram at Dead Letter Radio. And that's kind of it, honestly, unless you can see me on Reddit, which is just, the username is Dead Letter Radio there. Um, you can always say hi to me through that as well. Also, when you're sending in a piece, if you're doing it v- via email, uh, PDFs are really easy and nice to use. It just makes it easier on my end to compile and organize everything. So I'd appreciate if you're able to do that. Outside of that, um, if you enjoyed this episode, if you submitted your work and uh, you thought this podcast was a great experience and... Uh, you think you know other writers may like it, or you know others that would like to listen to something like this, all I can ask for you is to spread the word and leave a review if you can. Some podcast sites allow you to leave reviews, like Apple Podcasts or iTunes, if you still use the iTunes version. You can leave a review there. On Spotify, you can follow. But the reviews just allow me to know how the podcast is doing, and hopefully as it grows and more feedback is uh, given, it'll be able to reach more people It'll give the writers, you guys, a bigger platform so more people can listen to your work and maybe even reach more people to inspire them to either submit their work or to pick up the pen and start writing. Because it's a great craft, and why not encourage more people to do so? So if you're able to leave a review or to spread it word by mouth, I would greatly appreciate it. And so that's it. We got through episode 20. Once again... Just want to reiterate, thank you so much to everyone over at Reddit who saw my post and uh, emailed me and made it very easy and submitted everything, and you guys were awesome. I still have plenty of your guys' submissions as well, and so don't worry if you weren't in this episode. We'll get you in on a future one. I hope you guys come back next week. It'll be another great episode, but until then, uh, enjoy your days. I hope things are not too overwhelming for you. Take a deep breath. You got this. Uh, Make time for yourself. Do something you enjoy. If you feel like you've been rushing a lot and you haven't really done something specifically that you enjoy, carve out that time, even if it's only for five minutes, ten minutes. Um, Because this is your life. And there's only one of you. You're unique. So make yourself happy every now and then. 
That is my little end rant, and I'm probably ranting a little too long. So this is Taze with Dead Letter Radio, and I'm wishing you all safe travels.